The Happiness Paradox In A.A. Milne's classic tales of Winnie the Pooh, there's a scene where the character Rabbit is bustling through the hundred-acre wood toward his friend Pooh. As he approaches, he hears Pooh singing a song. He stops to listen before greeting Pooh, and the following conversation ensues. Hello, Pooh, said Rabbit. Hello, Rabbit, said Pooh dreamily. Did you make that song up? Well, I sort of made it up, said Pooh. It isn't brain, he went on humbly, because you know why, Rabbit, but it comes to me sometimes. Ah, said Rabbit, who never let things come to him, but always went and fetched them. Here we learn that for Pooh, poetry isn't something you anxiously pursue, but rather something you allow to arrive. According to the most recent global rankings, the United States ranks 19th in happiness when compared to other countries across the world, which comes as a surprise to many when you consider the relative wealth and prosperity of the United States. While it would prove difficult to establish definitive scientific proof of the reason that we tend to lag behind a number of other countries, we can at least theorize some of the possible reasons we don't fare a little better than we do. Dr. Viktor Frankl, an Austrian neurologist and psychiatrist, gave an outside perspective on American culture. To the European, writes Frankl, it is a characteristic of the American culture that, again and again, one is commanded and ordered to be happy. But happiness cannot be pursued, it must ensue. One must have a reason to be happy. In an interview, Frankl once went so far as to say that the pursuit of happiness was a contradiction. To Frankl, it is the very pursuit of happiness that thwarts happiness. Being happy is really more of an emotional state than anything, and trying to make yourself feel something positive doesn't always work the way we hope it will. Of course we can influence our emotional states with the choices we make, but we don't rule our emotions with an iron fist. Our feelings are often slow to follow our desires and our choices. Attempting to exercise full control over something you can't fully control typically leads to frustration. Sometimes we take that frustration and try harder, inserting extra angst into our struggle. This rarely leads to happiness. Other times our frustration leads to giving up, and we lose some of our hope. This also rarely leads to happiness. Maybe we put too much pressure on ourselves to be happy. Maybe we even overvalue happiness and because of this pursue it to our own detriment. Maybe we aren't even sure what our own personal version of happiness looks like, which leaves us to take shots in the dark as we seek to achieve something that we haven't fully defined for ourselves. While this may sound paradoxical, I wonder if we would be happier if we didn't try so hard to be happy. I'm not saying we should lower our expectations or to adopt a cynical view that this is as good as life gets. But what would it look like to let happiness come? What does a person pursue instead? Maybe instead of pursuing an emotional state, we pursue meaning and meaningful opportunities and trust that the emotions and experiences that follow, both the pleasant and the painful, will lead to living a full life. What meaning and opportunities do we pursue? Pursue opportunities to connect and to be connected with. Pursue opportunities to care for others and to be cared for by them. Pursue opportunities to try new things. And pursue opportunities to be content, to be peaceful, and sometimes just to be. Perhaps we could learn something from our friend Winnie the Pooh. Maybe we would do well to not go out and fetch happiness, 
but instead to pursue opportunities and then let things come to us. This has been a Thought Honey Deep Thought. Thanks for listening.